0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in The Middle of Somewhere. We have a, a new segment. I don't know if you know, but it's up on the YouTube channel. It's up on uh, Middle of Somewhere podcast YouTube channel called Cy Learned It. It's video and all that fancy stuff. And Cy learned some stuff.
1: I did learn some stuff. What, what, do you, what
0: did you learn? About animal sex. Go check yeah. it out. You sure did.
1: Spell learnt with a T. Hey, we don't have anything to promote, so let's just promote our friends. Amber, Amber Preston, all you people who listen... Her album fucking crushed top of the iTunes chart. Thank you.
0: Yeah. She came out swinging with that thing and it's a very funny album. If you haven't heard it yet, you can check it out. You know, anywhere you get albums, anywhere you get your music, you can, you can grab that.
1: Another one of our friends that we mentioned in this episode, Andy Woodhall, has an album that's streaming on Pandora right now. And it's going to be full release available soon. It's called live from Elkhart. He did, an, he did his album from his hometown. I fuck. I love Andy
0: Woodhall. Yeah, Andy Woodhall's very funny. He's a good dude. He's, he's so hilarious. And one, one of his uh, Tonight shows is one of my favorite TV sets of all time. And my friend Fritz Nothnagel uh, opened for him recording that album, which I thought oh, yeah. uh, was great. So yeah, I mean, I, I know you know we're stuck inside, and, and but there's still there's a lot of stuff to check out, a lot of new things, a lot of new people to follow, all that stuff. And we hope you are being healthy and uh, doing well and hanging in there and most importantly uh being nice because man (laughs) oh, oh boy people people can rage instantaneously during this quarantine so not not to be a weirdo but be nice to each other and then now you can listen to this episode where cy and i are not nice to each other enjoy the show Everybody, you've landed in the middle of somewhere. Thank you for joining us. My name is Chad Daniels. Across from me is Super cynic Hearing Amundsen. You you introed that the way somebody
1: quits couples therapy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. We've been trying to figure out what noise has been taking place that Cy could hear and, and w- Eric and Guac Dog. And it was my air purifier on silent mode. It basically, apparently the light that was being emitted from the power button was sending sound waves through the air. We have not fixed our relationship yet. Welcome to the show.
1: <laughs> I feel like I fixed my part. I What I like to do is admit fault and then move forward and not... Give anybody else's feelings credence in the future.
0: You've already laughed 15 times more than you did last episode. Well, I'm trying to set a record. Well, it's great. I mean, I'm not saying stop. I'm saying, you Nice know. to have me back. Well, it is because I think we discussed this before on the, oh, the other little side project. We did Cy learnt It, which is on YouTube, but I said it was like Learned talking it. to a plant. You know, I got to tell you something. <laughs> I've been stuck inside, so I go outside and I think I got to go to the grocery store because I'm I'm out of food and I have a mask on and these kids drive by the street by the the grocery store and they both yell simultaneously, faggot, (laughs) out of their car. (laughs) At you for wearing the mask? I mean, here's the deal. (laughs) Their car had a spoiler. So, I already have an argument with this, but I wish I could. I wish I. You know, when you get older, you wish you could sit kids down, and you could just be mm-hmm. like, "Listen, yeah." I just want to tell them like wearing a mask is one of the least gay things I've ever done in my life. I'd like to tell you a story, and I, I don't think I've ever told you a story. But I went to a wedding once. It was Jim Tahr and Heather Hanson. Jim used to own Laugh Lines Comedy Club in Madison, Wisconsin. Heather Hanson, hilarious comedian, mm-hmm. and went to their wedding. And after the wedding, we went back to the hotel and they had this interesting, like when you came off of the elevator, you know, when you go to the left, there's like five rooms and then you go to the right and there's 16 rooms. I mean, it's just imbalanced. So they had all five rooms to the left of the elevator and there was like a vodka room and a shot room and a whiskey room. I mean... All these rooms were just filled with booze. So you could basically, it's like, if you like vodka, maybe you'll like other people like vodka and you can (laughs) meet them in the vodka room. (laughs) I thought it was the best idea. We were having like the greatest time being so loud and the manager came up and said, guys, you're going to have to be quiet. And we were like, yeah, no problem. And then as soon as the elevator door shut, we were just as loud as we ever were. Yeah. So he came back again and he goes, guys, we're going to have to start comping rooms if you're this loud. And Lewis Black, comedian Lewis Black was in the wedding and he was there and he had just gotten this, all this money for this huge tour. He gives the manager his credit card and he goes, put the rooms on here. We're not going to be quiet. It was, <laughs> it was such a power move. So anyways, it's me, another guy and a couple of the like maybe three or four of the bridesmaids in the shot room, just mm-hmm. hanging out, chit-chatting, and then this other guy comes in, he's drunk, and he's super naked, and he's Love wagging it. his dick, right? <laughs> and he tries to hold us hostage, and everyone else is, like, plastered against the back wall. Wait, he, is this an even bigger name
1: drop of a comedian than Lewis Black?
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> To, to be fair, we all said yes.
1: He just got the TV show Lucky Louie and he pulled his <laughs> credit card out of his ass and said, No one's leaving. <laughs>
0: nah. Nope. Just standard issue human being
1: Dog wagging wagon. it.
0: Yep. And he's everyone's pinned against the wall except me. And he comes over to try to get me to move. And I just grab it with my hand <laughs> and refuse to stop making eye <clears throat> contact with him. <clears throat> I stared into his eyes and just held it and just stared and he was like, "What? What?" And he ran out. And I was like, "I don't know. Gay or superhero. We don't know. But I'll tell you this, when the Me Too movement came out, I held my breath on that one because I thought just in case this guy's like, "And another and th- another comedian." <laughs> and then, so basically what you're saying is two
1: teenagers calling you a gay slur isn't going to affect you because you've had a stranger's dick in your hand.
0: Thank you. Not when I have a mask on, really. You're going to have to try harder than that.
1: I mean, I will say, I don't like that word. And I I used to use that word a lot. And then I turned about 22 and I decided, oh, I shouldn't use that word anymore. You saw how it affected people. You're like, it's time to not be a piece of shit and grow up. Yep. But the idea of young kids in a small town driving by an adult in a mask and just ripping into them. <laughs> right. But it's also the, like there's no way to make a mask gay. The only thing a mask would do is to prevent dicks from getting into your mouth. So there's,
0: it is the least. Yeah. There's, no, yeah. there's nothing gay there. I'm covering 50% of the available holes on a man. <laughs> Gosh, 75% <laughs> if you're skinny. <laughs> well, I'm not. So 50. <laughs> so 50. Uh, you know, I've made a list. So I thought to myself, like, no, they, they don't get to tell anyone about coronavirus, those two, mm-hmm. because of the way they act. And I've made a list of people that I refuse to listen to now.
1: So basically because they were assholes, they don't get to look back and talk about going through coronavirus or you're not going to uh, no. listen to them? What do you mean?
0: I, what I mean is... They, they clearly aren't taking anything seriously. And they think that people that are, 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 you know, below them, beneath them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to listen to them because they're driving around. You're supposed to be social distancing. These two are not related. I knew, I knew who one of them were. I don't think they knew who I was because I had a mask on. Oh man, D- dude. And their kids. I, I.
1: I am getting right into the wheelhouse age where I can't wait to start telling on kids to their parents. Like, I can't fucking wait. That's going to be so fun. If those are my kids, I'd come up and be like, Julie, hey, I just want to let you know that Tyler drove by and shouted faggot at me in public today. And he was being pretty aggressive about it. Like, I can't wait to rat kids out.
0: Not me. I'm going to wait till he's with his friends, and I'm going to go slap him in the face when this is all over. <laughs> and when he goes, what? I'm going to go, I'm continuing our conversation. <laughs> Maybe. You don't know. You weren't at the wedding. <laughs> so here's, here's a couple more people that I refuse to listen to. If you start any medical diagnosis with, bro, bro, I'm not listening to you. People that try to prove what they're saying with, well, Trump said, I'm not listening to you either. Um, let me tell you something. I know we talk about not being political. I mm-hmm. want to say this. If you want to talk to me about the stock market and say, well, Trump said, I would listen to you. I would. Mm-hmm. But I just, you know, not this. I'm not listening to any presidents. I'm listening to just doctors. Mm-hmm. People who ride bike wearing jeans. <laughs> I won't listen to you. I won't listen to you because you were riding bike before the pandemic because you got your driver's license taken away. <laughs> you can't come by my house riding bike in your jeans and tell me about how this is supposed to go.
1: Is there anything funnier than jeans and non-jean situations? <laughs> like, have you, ever, have you ever played pickup basketball with nine guys in full basketball gear and one guy in like jeans
0: and ASICs? Oh, man. I know, but I have done this. I used to play basketball at a place that had a very high Middle Eastern population. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of khakis and dress shoes and chains stuck in chest hair. During the game? During the game. It was like their lunch break. And it was it was like loafers, khakis, and I'm not kidding, gold chains matted down in chest hair like the chest hair had grown over it. I'd
1: watch that TV show. I would that watch was great. that TV show. It was It was fantastic. Oh, yeah.
0: Who else are you not listening to? <laughs> I think just um, I think anyone. <laughs> I think <laughs> I, I could go on and on and just individually list people, but the, the I'm not listening to anyone anymore. I'm staying in my house.
1: I. Do you want to know what I've started doing to keep my sanity? Rather than deciding who to pay attention to and who not to pay attention to. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to listen to you anymore. I've just strictly started observing people. And what I've decided to do, because from the from our house, you can see like a bunch of different backyards. There's no fences. So if you look okay. out our deck, you can see like five different backyards. Okay. And then if you look out our front door, you see a bunch of front yards. So I am observing people in the neighborhood taking notes and when this is over i am going to declare a quarantine mvp Ooh, Who, I, like who that. I think yeah who i think is whoever i decide is the weirdest motherfucker in the neighborhood i am going to name them quarantine mvp <laughs> and then i'm going to send them a gift and you're raising your hand and i'm going to let you speak but my guess is you're about to tell me that i'll just be sending the gift to myself because I'm the weirdo taking notes on my neighbors.
0: <laughs> Not even close to what I was going to say. What I was going to say is, in one week, I think you've come a long way. Oh, you, thank you. You were yelling at a little kid playing basketball. You were having a pretty tough time. And now you're now you're thinking about sending gifts. Yeah, I tried to take all that and turn it positive. Yeah, I think you're going through the stages of grief, and I think you're doing a great job of it.
1: Yep, so what what stage is a notebook with things your neighbors are doing what stage of grief is that creepy it's the creepy Creepy. stage yeah can i give you the top three that are in the running right now i hope you do yes (laughs) so the guy directly across from me he's a young guy i don't know i assume he has a family we live in a family neighborhood but I i would guess he's late 20s early thirty, good he looks like a Hemsworth like an ugly Hemsworth and that's still <laughs> that's still pretty he, good looking he's still pretty good looking I'm yeah. not going to give him Hemsworth hotness but he's kind of built like a Hemsworth you're like give me that Aussie dick put it right in my hand Lewis Black is here you know he's got a little <laughs> he's got a little Hemsworth to him okay so he has a dog it's one of those ones that look like wolves like small
0: wolves sure like a husky um,
1: a husky. It looks, it looks like a husky, but he's like a husky pup. It's not a huge uh, husky. Okay. So the husky loves playing fetch. And the other day, he has got one of those big, long, like beaded ropes with knots at each end. Mm-hmm. I saw this dude put that rope in his mouth. And then the husky jumped up and bit the other end. And he swung the husky around with his own face. Wow.
0: That's impressive. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good, right? Like some weird strongest man competition, but with an animal.
0: And are you sure this was a dog toy? Because I heard rope and beads. <laughs> because that, that would even shoot him up the list even further.
1: He had this beaded rope that the husky slowly slid inside him <laughs> and then yanked out right after he said he was close. Um, so he's, he's in third place right now. Oh, wow. Uh, He's in third place. Interesting. He's in third place. In second place, like beginning of last week, there was a guy. I and this was a process. So I started noticing there was a guy who mowed his lawn two days in a row,
0: and Uh, like the same
1: area because he's in the front. I could only see that. And then he came out and he mowed it a third day in a row. Yeah. Was like, what the fuck is going on here? And then day four, they have like a hedge around the side of their house, and he was out working on the hedge. But it was with, like, a smaller, like, regular size scissors, not a big hedge clipper. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what
0: the fuck is going on with that guy. I do. But go, go on. The, I think the body in the basement's starting to stink. <laughs> I, think he, I think he killed someone early on in this, and now he needs to be outside most of the day. I mean, I don't want
1: to... Uh, that's going to lead me into my last
0: pick. Oh, but no. No. I think it's
1: I think it's more like a guy who has like so like, you know how I don't do you give a shit about your lawn? No, me neither. Because I'm not a fucking dork. Like the, the people who give a shit about their lawn are the weirdest people on earth. There are these fucking Jeffs out there. These fucking like square peg dads who all they have is like their lawn and and maybe I don't know golf. And so, like, this guy, he didn't know what else to do. So he's just fucking lawn over and over and over and over. Yeah. He's got nothing going on. There was a guy, by the way, in our old neighborhood where Kevin used to swing his big dick around. Sure. There was a guy, Kevin and I were on a walk, and he took a shit on somebody's lawn. Who did? Kevin. My
0: fring, from fring, frong. Kevin the dog. Yeah.
1: So, Kevin. Kevin takes a shit in somebody's lawn, and I immediately go down to pick it up. And there's a guy sitting on the porch, and he goes, You gonna pick that up? And I'm, I'm like on my knees picking it up. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm picking it up right now. He goes, Just make sure you make sure it's all picked up. I go, You're watching me. I'm clearly gonna pick it up. This isn't one of those walk away from it situations. And then he goes, Will you please just in the future maybe have your, your dog go somewhere else? And I was like, I don't, we don't communicate about his shits. I just walk him and hope he does it as soon as, why are you so worried about, and that's what my brain is like, why the fuck is this guy so worried about his lawn and just shit being on there for a split second? And then I was like, oh no, did, (laughs) did your honey shrink your kids?
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a pretty sweet burn. Thank, thank you. Thank you. So <laughs> you want to know who's in first place? Well, now for sure.
1: So this was early in the quarantine. This was a few weeks ago. No, a couple weeks ago. So I got up. It was 1030 in the morning. It was 39 degrees outside, right? Okay. I walk out. I look out our, our sliding door and there is a mid 40s bulky ish dad out on his deck shorts yeah no shirt yep no socks okay doing sit-ups and (laughs) (laughs) push-ups
0: okay a couple things yeah when you said bulky mid-40s dad i was like that could have been me and then you were like no shirt and i was like not me (laughs) and then no socks still could have been me and then push-ups and sit-ups outside also me (laughs) <laughs> I, I hate to tell you that. Well, then you're not going to love all the things that are about to
1: come out of my That's mouth. That's okay. Bring it. Because I have three theories on what brought this bulky dad out onto the deck. And you led to one of them in the last one. First theory, he finally killed his kids. He fucking, he took the plunge. This quarantine has been long as shit. He couldn't handle it anymore. And he's like, this is the only way he can pin it on his wife you know yeah. officer i have i have multiple neighbors who clearly saw me out on my deck at ten thirty a.m getting yoked as fuck goddamn officer. alibi push-ups plus bonus points even if it doesn't work out you're already getting a head start on those prison prison push-ups baby
0: <laughs> you walk in just like oh that guy's been he, he must have been a transfer from another prison
1: <laughs> you just, you're, you're knee deep in those don't butt fuck me push ups. <laughs> Theory number two, and this is bar none, the best of the theories. Okay. He started a midlife crisis at the exact same <laughs> moment as a global pandemic. That That's rough. <laughs> that, rough, rough time for a midlife crisis he's just stuck in his house just fuck like skyping with lamborghini dealers <laughs> just like just like trying to order young people clothes from places that won't deliver it for months just fuck like trying to figure out how to spell tiktok on his phone without having to ask his kids
0: <laughs> he's only wearing lulu jumpers around the house <laughs> number three it's not his house oh i like that one the most yep
1: dad purge this is a fucking dad purge he had had enough wherever he's from he's here to kill all the jeffs and i'll be honest i didn't do anything about it i just laughed at him for a while wrote a bunch of stuff down in my quarantine mvp in my notes in my phone and i peaced (laughs) out
0: how many push-ups was he doing at a time
1: Oh, well, when I got him, I, when I first started watching, he was all sit-ups. Okay. And then he did, I think he was doing like a super set. So it was a bunch of sit-ups and then a couple of push-ups and then right back to sit-ups. Uh, but you know, you know how when, when dads in their 40s, Chad, they decide they want to get in shape, their workouts don't really look
0: like they make a lot of sense. Yeah, they're just trying to be active and move, si. you have a yeah. You have a problem with that? Maybe. Maybe we're just trying to move more than we normally do so we don't go inside the house and eat Twizzlers, you piece of shit. You ever think of that? Maybe that's why. Also, somebody else just moved into third place of quarantine MVP, and it's the guy that said, when I first started watching him do sit-ups, and that's <laughs> you, pal.
1: You said I already gave you that joke up top. I'm you taking it butt- back anyways. You can't button it with that. <laughs>
0: I, there's a quarantine MVP in this house. Ooh. And that's me. Because, okay. no, it I is. Was- nope. Listen, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because I'm bringing a dog back into the household. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Frank, 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 <laughs> what will we call Chad's dog?
0: <laughs> Well, uh, anyone that's been listening to the podcast knows I'm a huge Kung Fu Panda fan, and we're naming it Poe, the lead character of Kung Fu Panda. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Po. Yeah. Now, let me tell you what happened when, first of all, here's the kind of place I live in. I'm getting a golden doodle, right? We've already talked about what those young men yelled at me when I had a mask on. I told my friend I was getting a golden doodle, and he goes, oh, you pronounce that really well for having a penis in your mouth. So it's like... It's a real weird... Lazy joke. Yeah, real weird thing around here. Just wait
1: till wait till you walk into his house and the golden doodle's dick is in Chad's hand before you start attacking him. That's
0: actually how I'm going to walk the dog. <laughs> That's a, where'd you get your leash? Came with him. <laughs> he was... <laughs> maybe he was born with it. Maybe it's... <laughs> Anyways. Maybe it's the golden doodles penis. <laughs> are we doing Maybelline jokes now? We sure are. It's come to that. It has. So, so Olivia came back and I was going to surprise her because I did all this research and picked this dog out and had a hold on the dog, all this stuff. And I, I tell her I'm having trouble, you know, I'm 45. So I go, oh, I'm having trouble fi- naming my Spotify list. I, I just can't do it. So I go, I worked so hard on it. I go, can you help me name this? And then I showed her a picture of the dog on my phone. Oh, good dad reveal. And then she goes, Huh? She goes, It's a puppy. And I go, Yeah. Yeah. We're getting a, we're getting, bringing a puppy back. We're getting a puppy. And she goes, Oh, what kind is it? And I'm like, What's happening right now? Yeah. And then she started Googling other dog names. And I was like, Oh, this is like other dog breeds. And I was like, This is. That's this, the worst. This is rough. We got to hold on this. Now, to be fair, I sprung it on her. And in her wildest dreams, she never thought we'd get a dog again. Not ever. Okay. So I think she was just taken aback. And she's 16 and uses the phrase taken aback correctly. So
1: you oh, might want to okay. think
0: about that. Some adults. But she uh, she's really into it now. I mean, we we are just got a new picture last night. A lot of high fives in the house. I know we're supposed to be social distancing, but a lot of high fives. High five about the dog. Absolutely. Everybody's stoked. I even showed awesome. it to Isaac and I was like, hey, here's the dog we're getting. He got red cheeks because I think he fell in love immediately. <laughs> I do. I think he's head over heels trying to be tough, but his cheeks gave him away.
1: Can I tell you something about the poodle breed? Yeah. They're, voy- they're very loyal. They're going to follow you everywhere. They're going to love everything you do. I can't wait. I will also tell you, knowing how Kevin behaves, they're going to love one of you guys more than the other one. It will be Olivia s- for sure. Well, just uh, can I tell you, I know right now that seems like it's not a big deal, but buckle the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Buckle the (laughs) fuck up. Kevin loves Jenna so much. Kevin, like to the point, like, so we have that extra bonus room in the house where we leave the basement when we need to be away from each other. Yeah. Jenna goes up to the bonus room for like 15 minutes when she comes back. Kevin flips shit. Like she was gone for two decades. Like I this some I I read something that somebody like a lot of dogs are depressed and having a hard time with the pandemic because their schedules are changed because dogs are such creatures of habit. Sure. This is the perfect schedule change for Kevin. Everywhere he's just next to Jenna all fucking day long. Like <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. You, you know how in like action movies, like action mystery thriller type movies. Sure. When at the end, the main character is like going through the desk of like a tangential good guy and he like looks through the desk and then he finds up some paperwork and you're like, That's he's been the bad guy the whole time. Yeah. Like if I was in Kevin's shit, like his bones and his dog sweaters and stuff, and I was looking through them, and I just found a plane ticket to Wuhan. Yeah. And just like just like some paperwork that proved he went over there and sold a bunch of bats. <laughs> like that would be the least surprising thing ever. Cause he's fucking living it up right now. I really want you to be the sort of person that bonds with this dog on a level that it's just with you all the time. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm really because dogs take on the personality of their owners. And oh, I no. would <laughs> Oh no. I would really love to just. I just, the idea of you riding up and down the highway, just fucking freaking out at semi truck drivers with a big, dumb golden doodle next to you, just like,
0: I think it's going to be great too. And I might be one of those crazy, you know, the comedians that you go in the green room and you're like, whose goddamn dog is this? And it's the comedians. I might be one of them now. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just so excited.
1: The great Andy Woodhull used to bring his dog. I don't know that he ever brought Lucy into green rooms, but Lucy used to travel with him to a lot of places.
0: Yeah, I might be driving to a lot of places now. I have no idea what's going to happen, but I also might never work in stand-up comedy again. We don't know. We're just going to get a dog and see what happens. This.
1: <laughs> so the only other thing that's going on with me is... I've been, I basically spend a lot of time just watching Greg and Lindsay's conversations, my brother and his wife. <laughs> Cause catch up for first time listeners, I live in a house with my wife and my brother and his wife and their baby. So I just like when Jenna and I are not getting along great, I'll just go upstairs and just watch them talk about something. And yesterday they were talking about how one of Lindsay's friends. Or somebody she knew had put up a social media post about how her husband, this person's husband, was the rock of their family. Ugh. Thank you. Ugh. Indeed. There's only a couple situations there. Either A, you're in such an insecure relationship that if you don't talk that way, everything's going to crumble. Or B... The fucking mechanic next door is plowing your shit, and this is your cover.
0: Yes. Imagine being someone that needed a rock. Come on. Every day, I understand some days, but all the days, you be the rock, goddammit. Come Uh, on. (laughs) Once in a while, I just want to roll the rock into the river.
1: (laughs) So... That wasn't the, the, I was just in the background of that conversation. And then their conversation, because they were also making fun of that, you know, because we're all normal people. Right. But then they got into a conversation about if their relationship was a house, what would they each be? And Lindsay and quickly decided that Greg was the, Greg like jokingly said, well, I'm the foundation. And then Lindsay immediately agreed with that and really boosted his ego. So we just ran with that yeah and then Lindsay kept trying to name things that she was and she just kept naming unimportant <laughs> rela- <or> like replaceable <laughs> shit she's like i think i'm like the shingles you're like you're not even the roof you're the shingles on the roof <laughs> so it got me thinking if in so to push that conversation onto you and I, who are fresh off a week-old couples' quarrel, in our relationship, if our relationship was a house, oh man, what rooms, or what what part of the house are we? And I can give you mine first, if you'd like. If you'd like, a can I tell you thing. what
0: I think you would be? When okay, you, how about yeah? Okay, I think you would be the rock and rider pony, <laughs> just the annoying song throughout my day (laughs) uh you know what i think you are (laughs) what you're that crawl
1: space above the attic that i think the christmas stuff is in and for some reason i just find a giant box of dildos (laughs) (laughs) can i tell you what i think i am yes please i think this was mentioned when nate abshire was on our podcast but when my brother greg lived in nashville he would sleep on air mattresses in one room, yeah. And then when they would pop, he would just dump the old air mattress into a second room. So he just had an air mattress graveyard room in his house. <laughs> I think that's probably what I am. I'm the <laughs> I'm the ruined bunch of air mattresses room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think, and this is stealing an answer from Lindsay that you did not appreciate, mm-hmm. but I think I would be the highest, most shingle on the house because in any situation, you will always be my bottom. (laughs) Always. There is, there's no situation on planet Earth, where you're my top. You're always my bottom, always. I assumed you were thinking it was shingles just because you look like
1: a guy who would get shingles.
0: That's not fair. That's not fair.
1: I love that you started with truth and changed to fair.
0: <laughs> that is right, because I was going to say, it's not true, and my brain was like, it's kind of true. So it's let's, a bit true. So let's... A, tr- it, it is a smidge true.
1: <laughs> so it was also Greg's birthday this week. Actually, yeah. yesterday. Yesterday was Greg's birthday, okay. and if Greg were outside the house, he would be far and away number one in the quarantine MVP race. Everyone in the house is disqualified. Okay. But if, if he were eligible, he would be in first place because, so Greg works, he works one week on one week off as a pharmacist, right? Yep. And he also works overnight. So he goes in at nine o'clock, I believe is when he starts. He works all the way till nine o'clock in the morning, something like that. I don't know his exact life, but During the quarantine, it's not like he's had anything to do. So it's been like weird to transition sleeping wise. So, like, he'll sleep some during the day. He'll get up in the middle of the night. He's got a crazy schedule. So, he, I think he was feeling weird about having a birthday during the quarantine. And so, apparently, yesterday on the morning of his birthday, and I mean, like, way in the morning, middle of the night, (laughs) he woke up. Drove to a grocery store and bought himself a French silk pie. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great pie. And then I got up really early because I had some work to do. And I went upstairs to shower and I walked upstairs into the kitchen to see my brother Greg real early in the morning by himself in the dark, in the living room, not a ton of (laughs) clothes. Eating an entire French silk pie with a
0: fork. (laughs) That's exactly how I used to eat ice cream when I was married. Exactly. (laughs) I have to tell you before you tell the rest of the story. There was a time. It's I, over. That's it. I, yes. the, only, the only way there could be more or better. That's like, I, I have ways that that
1: story could have been better. If he would have just been cry singing happy birthday, that would ratchet it up a bit. Oh, that
0: would but have been amazing.
1: That's it. You said you like French silk pie. I do that th- like every four years. I'm like, I, that, I should try French silk pie. And then I eat it. And I'm like, oh, this is the worst. French silk pie is ass. I love French silk, silk pie. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, you'd love you would have loved Greg's birthday party. Well, I mean, they're, <laughs> only because there's sugar in it. There was a time where I lived two miles out of town, mm-hmm. and I knew that we people. I was supposed to grill for people at my house. My sister and her family being some of the people, and I stopped at a place in Fergus Falls called Dairyland, and I got it's called a Ooh. deluxe cheeseburger where they put two patties, not right on top of each other, but they stagger them and then they put them on French bread. Interesting. And I got bacon and fried onions and a whole bunch of stuff on it. And then I pulled over on the way to my house on the side of the highway and started chowing it down because I <laughs> I didn't want to, people to know I was ruining dinner by eating this. <laughs> and then my sister, sl- I, all of a sudden there's this car slowing down and I think they think I need help. And it's my sister and she just goes, heading out to your house, Chubbs. And then rolled the window up and took off again. So fantastic. I was high. I've been hiding food for a very long time. The only way that's that gets better
1: is if your sister just rolls it down. What's that? A double cheeseburger faggot. And then just keeps going. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's about how it works around here. I'm going to I'm. I mean, I felt good about that callback, but probably going to cut that. (laughs)
0: The only way that could have been better is if, when I rolled my window down, I was just cry singing "Happy Birthday" to myself.
1: <laughs> I, I, when I get broken up with, I have a very. Uh, I used to have a very structured methodology. And you, you will pick- again. And you will again. <laughs> I'll pick out a terrible feel-good comedy. One of my go-tos was like Evan Almighty. One time when I got broken up, <laughs> I just watched Evan Almighty. I might have said this on the show before, but I just watched it on loop because I connect things a lot. So I didn't want to like watch a, a movie that made me feel better. And then two months later, a movie I love, I just think of being heartbroken. Interesting. So I Evan Almighty it. But there was one breakup when I was living in Los Angeles. I had a friend come over, and I decided that I was going to... And I remember consciously doing it. I was going to eat my way through a breakup.
0: Yeah, that's and, what I
1: do. And uh, there is a friend of mine, if they still... If they carried their data over and their their cloud storage over from phone to phone to phone, somebody has me sitting in my chair in nothing but an under nothing but underwear eating a lunch meat sandwich that also had a piece of pizza in it
0: yes and mandarin oranges (laughs) sounds like a bloody mary in wisconsin yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh that's amazing a sandwich with pizza
1: yeah it was just i just had a bunch of leftovers and i was just mashing through food and not leaving my house and just trying it was one of those like I'll eat anything to see if I can feel
0: type situations. Yeah. No, I guess sometimes I don't even need to feel. I had, you know, those mini Cadbury eggs with the hard crunchy shell. Oh yeah. They come in a big, like a purple bag where it's definitely shareable. Well, I opened one and I thought this would be fun if I like threw it up and caught it in my mouth. And so I did. And then I did another one and caught it and I'm like, oh God, this could break my tooth if I, if I hit my teeth with this hard shell and I kept doing it. I'm like this has got to be some kind of record and then i kept doing it and then finally i was just out of eggs i had eaten all the eggs in a bag in one sitting just by throwing them up to my stupid like dolphin getting smelt just like ah show us another one. Oh my god what a
1: worst the one of the main things i remember from early in our friendship was is that it was built on cadbury eggs yeah I remember an Easter very early in our friendship. I remember both of us just texting each other how many Cadbury eggs we had consumed that day. And it was like a running tally. And it wasn't even a competition. We just both knew that we were both planning on eating an unhealthy amount of eggs. And I I think we were just both updating each other throughout the day.
0: Yeah, it wasn't a competition. It was more like, oh, there's someone else in this with me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there's someone here to go through felt, what I'm about it's just to go very, through. Yeah. Very comforting to know that.
1: I do think that when this is over because of all the events missed the Easter, the, the, the birthdays, the anniversaries, I do think there's something to having like a quarantine day, like just, a, let's, let's rent out a VFW, Let's kick the 90s country and let's just throw a fucking... Like, let's throw a honky-tonk and rager. French silk pie and all, buddy. Let's (laughs) fucking do it.
0: Grandpa, I know it's quarantine day. Can you tell me what happened back during quarantine? Was everybody helping each other? Was everybody on everybody else's side and you just came together as people of the world? Well actually what happened was uh everybody was on this thing called Facebook. Half of them were yelling about a guy who grabbed a pussy and another were yelling about a half about a guy who grabbed a little girl's titty and they were the only two running so we had to pick one of them.
1: Let me tell you exactly how it went. Travis, I got in my car with your Uncle Ben and your Uncle Tommy and we drove to the grocery store and called the local comedian a faggot. (laughs) I gotta go. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m., so click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.